Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, this is an extended mailbag segment, so I'm not used to just rolling right through a full half hour of mailbag questions. I need a break. I need a wing break. I need to go to Boomer Jacks. Boomer Jacks is the place for wings. Tuesday and Wednesday, wing deals just got even better at Boomer Jacks. On Tuesday, it's bone-in wings that are half price, and on Wednesdays, boneless wings are half price. So with half price wings on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you have the perfect excuse for a midweek wing break. Don't forget to add an ice cold beer to that. Their beer is always freezing. It's perfect. It really hits the spot. As uh, Even though we've rolled into fall, you know, DFW, it's still 90, 100 degrees, and so that ice-cold beer is a, a nice little change up there. 17 DFW locations, so there's one near you. You can find your location at boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, continuing our uh, extended mailbag today. Question from Raul. Do you guys believe Dallas dropped the ball with John Ridgway? Shouldn't they have released Houston over the weekend and kept Ridgway? Yeah, that's the question you have to ask yourself now. That it's... It is. Uh, it was very clear that Ridgeway was the 53rd player and Houston was just ahead of him. Um, it's We've talked about this, Bobby, in team building. Offensive and defensive linemen are hard to part with in this day and age because people don't have them on, you know, when you're, you're, you're in competition, there's a lot of teams that don't have offensive and defensive linemen. Every time that you put one of those guys out on the street, there is a really, really good possibility that they're going to get claimed. And the Cowboys saw that firsthand. The 
Commanders and the Eagles both put in a claim for Ridgeway. And you had done a lot of work on Ridgeway. Now, I'm I'm going to be honest, too. Ridgeway wasn't very good, I didn't think, during training camp. No, this, was, this was about the college evaluation for a lot of teams. This was, this was all about college evaluation. And I guarantee you the Commanders had him probably about where the Cowboys had him. And I guarantee you the, the Eagles probably had him about where the Cowboys had him. So if you give an opportunity, the smart, savvy teams will do this. They'll play the waiver wire. If you feel like that your your guy is not good and you can go claim another guy that's better than your guy, man, that's doing your job right there. That's playing the waiver wire the right way. Sure. So, yeah, if Houston, in fact, Houston went from the darling of, you know, training camp, getting all these reps. I, Me personally, I never saw it. I don't – I am I will I, – I shake my head. You know, when he made the team, I shake my head. You know, he's on the practice squad now. But what the, the league just told you is there, there, there are Dennis Houston's out there. There's not John Ridgeway's out there. That's yeah, what the league. That's just a good told point. You. That's a really good point. Uh, next question here from No Sanchez: Who's the best defensive player on the Cowboys? Not named Micah Parsons. Well, okay. If you look at the way that the film shows, I mean, I, I, I'm a it's big Diggs. Tank Lawrence. I, I've got Diggs. Diggs, Tank Lawrence. I mean, Diggs makes a make. Diggs makes you know. Diggs showed up the other day. I mean, those without, back yeah, without turnovers. Tackles. Yeah. Hey, as critical as I was of him against Tampa, you have to give him praise. That, that that just that's the one thing. Again, there goes that. Hey, if you've seen it once, you'll see it again. I hope Diggs doesn't forget what he did in that Cincinnati game and the way he played. I, I hope he doesn't forget that. Yeah. Hey. I could be a force player. I could bring a guy down in the open field. I can make a good tackle when I have to. I, I love what you're saying about Diggs. I was Tank Lawrence, sideline to sideline, some of the run plays and stuff that he was able to make. You look at what Vanderesh has done right now. I'm just naming off guys sure. that, that are just, you know, look what Dorrance Armstrong did. You know, are you saying he's the best defensive player? I, I think that to your point, me personally, I think curse helps you so much, but look what Wilson did. Yeah. You know, that, that's the great thing about Anthony, Anthony asked, Brown played great yeah, in the second half. Exactly. You, you could, you know, it, and all actually, you're right. It's, it's probably Diggs, but the fact that I can name four or five other guys that stepped up and, and, and helped you win that game the other day. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a good sign for this Cowboys defense. Uh, next question here from Connery, nineteen seventy eight. Should the team use primarily the same game plan when Dak returns, i.e., run heavy, you know, uh, twelve personnel? I think so, but I won't be surprised to see Dak in the shotgun using eleven personnel far too much. Uh, what do you think there, uh, Brian? You think that 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 the formula used on Sunday should be used for Dak when he gets back in the off in the well, yeah. lineup? Try try and run the ball. I, I felt like you know you had traction of running the ball against Tampa. Why didn't you keep running it in in that game? Why didn't you you know you know that it, it, Dak is super capable of winning games, but we all every quarterback needs something to help him along. Yeah, there's elite ones. They're the Mahomes and Rogers and stuff. I mean. You know, Rogers, they're what one and one now with yeah. with you know with we've seen him with the receivers, without the receivers. 
it just goes to show you, though, the, the quarterbacks, even though they're elite, they still need help. So, yeah, is it about 12 personnel? Yeah, you could get 11 personnel and run the ball. You could spread people out and run the ball. You know, that's it doesn't have to be just 12 personnel and block everything up front. Sure. They probably, they're playing 12 personnel because their offensive line is a little bit banged up right now. You know, if you look, they got a center playing left guard. They've got a, a guard playing left tackle. I mean, they've got you know, all kinds of things going on. You know, the only, only constant you have is the right guard. That's it. So, yeah, it, 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 getting in 12 personnel help you run the ball. Sure, it helps you run the ball when the tight ends can actually block. Dalton Schultz, great job on that 47-yard run or pass, whatever it was, uh, with Pollard. It's a run. You, yeah, <laughs> you, you seal the edge. You get two linemen out front. That's a big damn play right there. So that's the kind of stuff that could also help Dak Prescott. You know, it doesn't have to be just a different game. That, those are the kinds of things that could help. I think you have to have a mix of 11 personnel, 12 personnel, whatever you have to do to help your quarterback, by all means, do it. Question here from George Murphy. And, uh, Brian, this will be something a little bit more for you, I think. Uh, what is the player comp for Damone Clark, and what can he add to this defense? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm terribly using with these player comps, but think well, about... Well, 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 you think about that. I will add, I know I said I'd talk about some Damone Clark stuff on, on yeah. Friday. Uh, I'll just say that part of the things that I know the Cowboys are really excited about with Damone Clark is I think they feel like... as His good size. As, as Well, the size, but also I, the leadership traits and everything else. Yeah. He wore 18 at LSU. That's a big deal over there. Yeah. Um, but I think they feel like... He can be, as Micah Parsons is a, a really yes. dynamic player, yes. I think they feel like Damone Clark can be a really positive influence on helping him learn to be a pro. And yeah, they, so yeah. I, I think that that's a big factor here as well. Yeah, and you know, but we talked about that with Ridgeway too, that he was helping with leadership. Sure. And see, what, see where that goes. No, no, exactly. You, you do have to have more than that, but I think that yeah. is a big plus for them too. They like that aspect. Uh, no, and I, I'll tell you what, you, you, when you're talking about a guy that's, Six two and a half, two 250 pounds. That's physical. That can run. You know, I mean, that's it's it's very similar. I don't think he has the rush traits of what say an Anthony Barr has, but I think what he has is he has that ability to go make plays. The the tackles for loss, the physicality at the point. You could cover with this guy. You know, that's the one thing. I think, Bobby, you put it out. Maybe you tweeted about it. You talked about it on the G-Bag Nation the other day that 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 uh, Armstrong and Tank have dropped into coverage more than what Micah Parsons has yeah, done this combined. year. Combined. The two said, of them combined. Yeah. 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 So that's combined. So, see, that's, that's where you're at right now is, to me, I feel like you kind of have the opposite of what uh, what Parsons is with 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 Clark. Clark, I've seen him. I've seen him attack the pocket. He can be very physical. I don't think he has those those kind of pass rush traits. Sure, but but I would say when you talk about size, current players on the Cowboys, he's similar to Micah with size. He's similar to Barr with size. You know that kind of that that Big guy. how they look. How they look. I think those are the you know you, you get you're getting a, a very you're, they 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 got this guy because he fits what they're currently playing with right now. I know there's a, a lot of questions about 
what's going on with Jabril Cox and everything. And I know we discussed that in the last like episode. But hurt. which which player did you like more coming out, uh, Damone Clark or Jabril Clark, Jabril Cox? Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Clark. Clark, okay, good deal. Yeah. All right, so there and you I go. Saw, for for, and I, and I for saw, those of and you that want to see Clark, he and for those of you that want to see never, Cox. I never had, yeah, I never had, when coming out of college, I never had Cox in the, in the second round. And then what happened was, and I didn't, I left Clark in the second. I thought he was one of the better linebackers in the draft. I did. And then all of a sudden we got the word out of the combine that he had the back problem. And I'm thinking, well, people are going to drop him. People Something the Cowboys discovered. The, the Cowboys discovered yeah. the injury. Yeah. Well, they got it, you know, it's fixed. And I was hearing some whispers, Bobby, and I know you live in that same building that I do at times. Uh, that Look for him to come back more sooner than later. They, they, yeah. they, they're, thinking that, they're thinking that he has progressed to the point where he will be uh, be on your 53 sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this being a potential medical redshirt year. I think he might be I don't active think so. this year. He's going to play. Yeah, he's I, think, play. I, I think he's yeah. active this year. Uh, next question here from one of our loyal listeners, Dean Julia. Uh, why did Brian, this is a question for you, Brian. Why did Brian play football when he was younger? And when he knew his playing career was over, what made him into scouting and not coaching? I started off in coaching actually. I really did. I, I uh, when I finished at LSU, uh, my first year, uh, they asked me to stay on to finish my degree as a student assistant, and I I was actually working with the offensive line uh, when I was at LSU, and then I saw that I I really became interested in player personnel uh, when it came to recruiting, evaluations, things like that, and then. I left LSU to go to Texas A&M, and that's where I got into recruiting, where I was assistant recruiting coordinator there in 1990. And with Tim Cassidy and that crew at, at Texas A&M, R.C. Slocum, his first staff. So that's where the transition started for me. I went from offensive line, student assistant, finishing my degree guy to working in, in, in recruiting when I was at Texas A&M. And then that Texas A&M job got me – to work uh, with NFL Europe. And that's how I got into the Packers is because a guy I worked with in NFL Europe uh, said, when you, you're too good at this, we're going to get you a job in the NFL. And I didn't think anything of it. And sure enough, uh, my boss at the time had a connection with Ron Wolf with the Packers. And that's how I got a job. My 27th birthday. I just, it, it just, it happened, but I, I changed up. Uh, I changed up when I left LSU to go into personnel and recruiting in 1990, and that's that's how I got started. Which, by the way, if you ever want to piss off a Texas A&M Aggie, 
if you ever want to get them mad. I do this bit all the time. I've got several Aggie friends. Just utter the words to them, RC Slocum is a bum. And they yeah. they hate that they they will they they will damn we'll your fight children. you we'll fight you on that they, one. they will and so they uh, but it's my favorite line to troll the the Aggies with I gotta ask you a question from an evaluation standpoint I know you've always said you you hate evaluating the quarterbacks that yeah. that, that it's just a, it's a, a it's pain for you where uh, where do you most like evaluating what position do you most like evaluating Well, it's easy for me to look at offensive linemen because that's where I played. Uh, and then, you know, and worked as that student assistant coach. I learned a great deal from a, a coach named Pete Manguri and, and, you know, he helped me along. And, yeah, I just was a, a, I loved offensive line play. I loved the technique. I loved the teamwork about it. I loved the five guys working together. Uh, yeah, the quarterback thing is actually, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at that. Yeah, because you like Josh Allen. A lot of people did. didn't. You did. I did. Mahomes <laughs> yeah. and Allen were two guys that, I mean, I, I was really, really happy. I'm interested to see uh, how, who the, the commanders have, because I was high on him as well. Uh, I, I think that Willis at the Titans is going to show up. That's another guy I think will be really, really good. But, yeah, quarterbacks, There's a, you could go through a run of bad ones, but then you start to see some traits and you're saying, okay, this fits, this fits, this fits. And, and that helps you with your evaluation. So um, it's tough because there's things, um, you know, Paxton Lynch was one that I really, really liked. But I didn't know this about Paxton Lynch, that he was last in and first out. He didn't work. When it came, didn't work. And so when you're in our situation where you don't get to interview people and hear, you know, those kinds of things about a player, you know, that, that makes it tough on the evaluation. You're just looking at tape is what we're doing right now and trying to determine, you know, without knowing that the kid's work ethic is great or it really, really sucks. Last question here from our extended mailbag question from boss text. Well, first a comment, then a, a, a question his comment says the thought that rush is better than Dak is absurd. If someone can't realize teams don't game plan for rush anyway, uh, CD's routes were lackadaisical in week one. Did they improve in week two? Uh, yeah, I thought he, I thought he looked like he was running a little better. Uh, the, I thought the routes were a little tighter on against the Bengals in week two. Yeah. The, I'll tell you what, it's, it depends on who you're playing and th- this, this weekend against the, or Monday night against the giants, you know, I think you're going to see him have a, a pretty darn good game. These yeah. giants, the, the giants defense. And if you believe in metrics and analytics and all that stuff, this team gives up you know, like, uh, you know, when you uh, one out of 20, every four, yeah, 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 24% of the time they're going to give up a, a play of 20 or more Which yards. It's an absurd rate. That is that a is very worse high than rate. The, yeah, it's worse than the league. And so, yeah, the, 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 if you talk to the Giants folks, they'll tell you their, their corners are not really good right now. And that's, that's a big, big problem for them. So it's about access and routes and it's about finish. And hopefully this weekend, the Cowboys receivers will have some success that they can block up the front. The Giants don't have a great pass rush, but let's see. It looks like that Ojolari and, and Thibodeau both are going to play, but this is their first game action of the season. You know, how long can they go? Uh, it's going to be about blocking those two. And if you block those two, then you got a really, really good shot because the Giants don't get much pressure as a, as a pass rush unit. That does it for us here on uh, Love of the Star for this week. Uh, We will be back with you Monday morning previewing the Giants, get you our picks in, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, discussing a Cowboys win next week. Until then, we will talk to you guys later.